What's up, WizKids? Another Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman. And joining us is Chris Jenkins, the Villanova star. Really excited to have him on the podcast with us. Welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. How you feel? I feel great. Thanks for having me. You are not new to this neighborhood. Just talk about coming back here. You played at Gonzaga. You were all met by the Washington Post. Uh, so I imagine you feel a little comfortable working out for the Wizards. Yeah, you know, growing up here and playing here, it, it was an honor to get a workout for the Wizards. You know, this is my first one. So, you know, I started the trail off right with the hometown team. That's and, uh, right. I'm just happy and, and thankful, and I, and I feel blessed, you know, just to have a, a hometown team that, that wants to, to take a look at you. And Chris, I don't think anybody uh, tweets more about their players than Coach Jay Wright. <laughs> who I think we got we got messages all throughout last season with your good buddy Daniel Ochefu, and he he's already tweeting about your workout today. Can you just take us through what was it like playing four years at Villanova with Coach Wright? Um, it was tough. It was challenging, but you know, it was uh, some of the greatest times of my life. You know to to be a part of that great program, to, to be coached tough and be pushed, and uh, to be a part of some great teams and some great players. Like you mentioned, Daniel Chefu, you know, James Bell, Tony Chenault, Javon Pinkston, Darren Hilliard, uh, Josh Hart, Ryan Archie Diakono, Daryl Reynolds, you know, and, and even the guys that's there. So to, to be a part of that great program and to, to experience some of the things that we experienced, some of the success that we had, you know, uh, it was a blessing, and I'm thankful for it, and, and, you know, I wouldn't trade those four years for anything. You won the national championship the year before last on the best shot ever in college basketball. Yes, I mean, like, don't you relive that every day? You have to, because I know I would. <laughs> no, I don't relive it every what? day. But, you know, it, it's something that when I'm done playing professionally in the NBA, you know, 12, 13, 14 years from now, uh, I'll talk about the shot more than anyone, but right now I just have a, a lot more that I want to accomplish, and you know that's behind me right now. And wow, okay. I'm looking forward to to the new challenges that I have ahead of me because they're big and but they can be done, and yeah. uh, I, I'm excited for it. Well, Chris, I don't you don't know this, but you're we had Christian Leitner on the pod a couple months back. Yes, and so of course we had to talk with Christian about his <laughs> shot. You're the first guy we've had to have a bigger shot in the, the co Christian. in the college tournament than Christian Leitner. So we uh, so this is this is a real real big moment for us here on the pod. That's but, right. Uh, so we we taught you. I I know you just talked talked about it a little bit, and I know the media asked you about it before this, but. We, t we asked Christian about, you know, he obviously went on and had, you know, his Olympic career. He had a long pro career, so he, you know, we were able to talk more about it. But because your name's going to always be linked to that Synonymous. shot. Yes, it's, it's, you know, it's probably the biggest shot in college bas basketball history, and it's a great moment. But now you talked about how you got to now prove yourself that, you know, that you're going to be a professional player and play at the next level. How, how are you going to kind of move away from that? Um. You no, know, it started in college, coming back for my senior year and putting the shot behind me because knowing that, you know, going into our senior year, that it wouldn't help me. It can only hurt us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I continue, uh, I'm going to continue to do that just because, you know, I'm starting from the bottom now. You know, like I said before, nobody's, you know, picking me to get drafted or have me in the lottery or anything like that. So, you know, uh, until I feel like I'm, I'm getting my just due, I'm, I'm always going to be humble and, and work hard and continue to push forward. And you know, just just give it my all and live with the results. Do you 
find yourself calling Daniel Ochefu to find out what his season was like? I know he didn't get much playing time, but just the NBA life between him and maybe some other players that you lean on about what their experiences are and what you may be coming up against. Yeah, you know, that's the great thing about Villanova is, you know, the, the relationships that we've, we have with you know, all the guys that, that have played there. So I can, I can always call up Daniel, always call up Arch, Randy Ford, Kyle Lowry, who's a, a great big brother and mentor to me. Man, we talk really all the time. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, I, I talk to Kyle all the time. And, uh, you know, I'll reach out to him after this and tell him how my first workout went because, you know, he's always concerned. And, you know, I I, I always talk to Daniel. He, he's a, a great friend, a great brother. And, you know, uh, I love him. And, you know, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of the success that he's had. And he'll continue to do great things. Okay. It, it, just the last one. It, when you talked with Daniel and, and when you do, when you know that, you don't have to get drafted in order to to make it in this league. When you see a guy like Ochefu, we also had a guy here, Sheldon McClellan, who I know you're familiar with, playing uh, from the last couple of years. Does that give you the confidence that you know it doesn't matter? You know, it's a, it's after what happens after the draft that really is gonna is gonna uh, make your difference. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure only 60 guys get drafted. Right. So yeah, you know they don't they don't talk about the other guys who 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 don't get drafted and still make it. No. Yeah. And and even the guys, some guys get drafted and never make it. So, right. like you said, it's always what you do after the draft. So, you know that hunger is always there. It's always been there for me. It's, it's always going to be there, and uh, that that's what drives me every day. Okay. Are you leaving today to to go to your next destination? Yeah, I fly out. You know, right after this, and I fly to Dallas, Texas, and uh, work out with the Mavericks tomorrow. So, looking forward to that. Okay. When did you get here? I got here yesterday around. Maybe two thirty, three o'clock. Where'd you go first? Did, uh, you, did you go to like a place to hang out? Did you, did you like go back and reminisce, drive up Route One to go see Gonzaga? What did you do? Nah, I went straight to my hotel. I went straight to my hotel, and then my uncle and I, we we uh we walked to Sweet Greens, which is near my high yeah, school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we walked over there, got something to eat, and then okay. you know we went back to the hotel. So. More, more, more like a business trip. No, no time yeah. for vacation and fun. Okay. You know, I, I know everything here at home. I've been here. <laughs> I've been here enough. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining yeah. us on the pod. Thank uh, you, Chris. Thanks for having right, me. Take care. Uh, coming up on Off the Bench, we have the leading scorer in the nation in NCAA basketball. Joining us next on the pod. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Joining us now is Marcus Keene of the Central Michigan Chippewas and the nation's leading scorer. I just can't talk right. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, sir. How do you feel after that nice long workout? I feel good. You know, I was able to show them what they knew I could do all year, but just showing it in front of them and, you know, being able to compete at the highest level against these other guys was, was you know, special to me, and I think I did pretty well. Is that coming in? Obviously, the talk about you is you're you're a guy that can get buckets. Mm -hmm. You scored thirty a game, <laughs> right. and uh, but you're coming in at five nine, similar to mm -hmm. a guy like an Isaiah Thomas. So I'm sure you hear the comparisons, you know, being at that size. Right. What uh, what do you kind of want to show that you could maybe more that that you can do on the court when you go through this workout process? I mean, just also I mean, just showing them that, that like I could do it 
continue to do it on a consistent level, you know, what you know, obviously, you know, people see me shooting from the NBA, but you know, the ball is a lot bigger. So, you know, just just adjusting to the NBA, you know, the spacing and stuff. You know, I, I wanted to show people, you know, what I could show and today I showed them that I could score well, but I also want to show them that I'm you know, I'm a good leader. I could talk, you know, I talk on defense, offense, I'm encouraging my guys to, you know, make more shots, you know, do this and that. So I'm just showing them that I'm all all, all around the team guy first. What was the workout like for you? What did they have you do? Is it weird? Because I know they do the three-on-three, three, mm -hmm. so it's not full court. But what is that like? Well, I mean, we actually did play three-on-three three full court today. So we did that once. Uh, we did the three-on-three, three, you know, wow. different sets. And then, you know, they, we, we showed them that, you know, we could, you know, put it on the ground, finish at the rim, and shoot the pull-up three and the pull-up uh, pull mid-ranger. So, I was, you know, all those, I took those, you know, real serious to show them that, you know, I'm a hard worker and consistent making shots, you know in drills and in the game. So mm -hmm. it, it was a good experience. Can you take us through your, you know, your, the decision you made to come out after your junior year? You have such an incredible season at first year at Central Michigan. And now to try to make it at the next level, the professional level. Uh, I mean, I felt like this was the best year, you know, talking with, you know, people around, talking with some NBA scouts, talking with, you know, my agent, you know, agent that I have now. And it was just basically like, what, what more can you do, you know, uh, Next year we wasn't having no, you know, big time high majors on 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 the list. So it was like I couldn't show nobody, you know, what I could do against a high major. Mm -hmm. So it was just like why why go back to school and play against all the mid majors that you've been doing it. Yeah. You know, the average thirty, you know, probably won't be able to happen again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially with you know yeah. the way teams is gonna guard <laughs> you and stuff. So I mean that could hurt me yep. in the aspect. You know I could you know get exposed in some different areas and. So I think it was just best, you know, while I'm hot, just leave while I'm hot. And if the NBA doesn't work, you know, you always have overseas. You have, you know, there's sure. plenty of places I can go. But, you know, I wanted, I wanted to pursue my dream of making it to the NBA. Do you talk to anybody in the NBA? Do you know any players who are giving you advice on how to handle yeah. what you're going through now? Uh, you know, Washington, D.C.'s finest, Bradley Bill. You know, I, I know mm -hmm. him. So I talk to him a lot. You know, best friends with Torian Prince. So, you know, I, you know, from Atlanta Hawks. So, you know, he, he you know, we got the same agency. So I've. You know, he's given me a lot of advice and also, you know, Kawhi Leonard, you know, and so from down to San Antonio where I'm from. So, I mean, they're giving me advice, you know, and Jordan Clarkson. So, you know, a lot of San Antonio guys are giving me a lot of advice and, you know, just basically just, you know, just go with the process. You know, don't rush the process. What Whatever it's meant to be is going to be. And how much do you get? I know you're close with Bradley Beal, but how much did you get to watch Brad and John Wall here in the playoff run and uh, all that? I was actually at two games in Atlanta, oh, you know, okay. so I was okay. out there for you know, game three and four and also seeing Oh, so we were there at the same oh, time? Yeah, oh, not man. Good not those weren't good ones for us. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, and then another one, I was at game seven at Boston. Oh, yeah, oh, I was out there. I worked out for Boston that day, so <laughs> I was, yeah. This is <laughs> rough, Marcus. Yeah, so uh, I never got to. I never got to. Uh, I never got to come to a DC game. I actually also seen y'all two times in Detroit. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, not this year, but the year before. Cool. So, yeah. How did you become close with Bradley? Uh, uh, through Rayshon Simmons. Rayshon oh, Simmons yeah. is best friends with Bradley, and he was my roommate at Central Michigan. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, Rayshon okay. was yeah. on our summer yeah. league team last so, year. So, you know, me and Ray became cool. He introduced me to Bill, and we just we just hit it off ever since then. You know, we hung out when he could, and we just kept in touch, and then he followed me all year, and we yeah. just kept in touch yeah. like that. So That's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, I know you'd like to have a contract like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I think Definitely. we would all take we that. <laughs> <laughs> Love to have that. So a crazy thing I learned about you, you were born in a military hospital in Germany. Yes, sir. What does that have any benefits? Do you 
do you have German citizenship? Uh, I was supposed to have German citizenship, but we we didn't uh, we didn't we didn't file for it. Uh, you had to file for it before you was like twenty one or at twenty one. Oh wow! And so we just found this out, you know, when I was going through this process because you know that could have helped a lot. But I don't know. We might still. I think my agent and them are still trying to work on that. But as of yeah. right now, just you know, U.S. citizen. But I think I should be able to get it if they if they accept it. But and your yeah. dad was in the military, yeah, and, and that's how you moved around. Mm-hmm. Your mom. Yeah. What What was life like jumping from uh, city to city? I or even, I didn't even jump from city to city. I just I lived in San Antonio. That was it. Yeah, and then oh, I went okay. to Hawaii for for one and a half year and came back to San. Antonio. I would like to go to Hawaii <laughs> for one and a half year. Yeah, so like, I didn't. I, I wasn't like the norm. You know, with the Air Force, you more you more stay in like a. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but it's like the army and all that stuff where they move. And move yeah. So. Well, you could. We know we could talk to Dirk. I bet he could speed that process along <laughs> if you needed that. We've had two Dirk references. <laughs> that's, in that's this right. Podcast. Yeah, that's right. We had a couple. Chris of Dirk. Jenkins. I mean, yeah. uh, yesterday uh, was Dirk, right? Yeah, I think we had. A, yeah, someone who someone's favorite player was Dirk. Uh, Frank Mason's. Yeah, Frank oh, Mason III. Mason. His favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so two out. straight days. Shout, shout out, out to, to the Dirk. legend. That's right. Um, so when you. What's next for you? How many workouts do you have? I ask players um, if they have a resume. Uh-huh. Like, have you? Do you have a resume or a bio that like your agent sends to everybody to remind them? Hey, uh, I was a leading scorer in the nation. Things uh, like that. I'm not sure if they do that, but I mean, I bet you, I, I'm pretty sure they pitch that every time. But uh, I go to Detroit next week, and uh, okay. I might have, I might have OKC later on in the week. We're not too sure about that, but you know, I had Boston today. I mean, Washington and then Detroit. So a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we wish you the best of luck yes, uh, with Thank whatever you. happens to you during draft night. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to cross paths again. Or maybe next time you come to Wizards game, hit us up. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Thank hit you us so up, much. Okay? Uh, the greatness that is Mr. Karnowski, one of Marching Gortat's favorite players in the world, is coming up next. All right, welcome back to the pod. We have up next from Gonzaga, uh, now going to the NBA, Shim. If I uh, Shim Karnowski, that's what I'm saying because I feel like I'm going to destroy your your actual name. But how many nicknames do you have? I, I have a lot of nicknames, but I think Sham and PK are two uh, are two fa- the most famous ones. Which one is people- your favorite? I re- honestly don't care. I've got called so many different times <laughs> that I, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting lost sometimes. <laughs> That's similar to our, our Polish center here, who yes. has many, a man of many nicknames, Hammer, uh, Machine. That's right. He's That's got, right. He's got a whole list of nicknames that we go through with him. So same, same <laughs> idea. That's the Polish trend. <laughs> yeah. How was your first workout? I thought it was good, you know. I thought, uh, you know, the competition was really good. Uh, I thought, you know, all the guys uh, gave their best effort. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really happy. With, I'm ha- happy with my performance. And we, we just touched on it, but obviously your connection here with D.C. is with the, the only Polish player in the NBA who is probably your biggest fan. And <laughs> through the March Madness tournament, we did a we did a bracket with him, and he doesn't know much about college basketball, but he knew he knew where Karnowski was, and he had Gonzaga all the way through. All the way. I mean, I saw his Instagram posting pictures, watching your games. 
just talk about your your relationship with March that does go back a bit. Yeah, you know, he he's a great guy. I kind of treat him like my older brother, you know, especially uh, when I was younger. He was kind of like man, my mentor. Uh, you know, we were obviously really good friends. Uh, we played four or five years during the summer on the national team when I was his backup. So I think, uh, you know, he can say that, uh, you know, we have great relationship. We stay in touch, you know, we basically talk. Uh, a couple times a week, uh, I actually had a chance to see him. Uh, I was working out in LA for the last month and a half. Uh, I went for dinner about two weeks ago. You know, talked about all the preparation, and you know, he's a he's a great figure. He's uh, he's he's great friend, and you know, he he does a lot for basketball back in Poland. You know, doing basketball camps. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, I think this uh, year is gonna be t- 10th edition of his camp. Uh, you know, and I was lucky enough to be invited to help him out the last four years. So, nice. you know, he. He's great. So, of all of the athletes in Poland, Marcin's one. Zinchechik, <laughs> did I say her name right? Is two. Yeah. She maybe she's two. Are you three? Uh, I pr- I don't think I'm three. Uh, don't forget about Lewandowski. Oh, yeah. Lewandowski yeah. soccer. Don't, don't, oh my God. Don't forget about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say, you know, I would say those are top three. There's uh, Radwańska. She plays tennis. Yes. Uh, she's she's really good too. So Who's you know, the, the UFC fighter today. Oh, that's oh, Jinjechik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, she she's a big figure back yeah. uh, back in Poland right now too. You yeah. know, she's she's getting a lot of success, a lot of recognition. I think I think she might be getting more recognition here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. UFC, <laughs> UFC in Poland. Yeah. You know, people love her. You know, JJ Champ, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, in terms of basketball, how much you know? We had Chris Jenkins on. He had that amazing three pointer to win the national championship. Gonzaga just couldn't get over the the top there. But just talk about the memory of playing at that level and how that can help make it better for you to transition to the NBA. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been in college for five years. You know, I thought uh, my last year was uh, the year when I had the most fun, for sure. You know, I mean, every year was fun, but going so deep in the March, uh, March Madness was uh, huge for me, for, for the team, for our university, for for Spokane community, you know, we have great support. Uh, I would say there was in one game the last five years that I played at home and, you know, I could see one seat open, you know, it was sold out every single every single game. So the support we get in in, uh, in the community is huge and I thought it was huge, uh, you know, to kind of give it back to all these people that come out and support us. And, you know, just being out there in the Phoenix playing Final Four, first time in, in, uh, in our school history, you know, taking that uh, step up, going to the national championship game, like you said, coming, coming up short a little bit, Bit, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to put it in a big picture. You know, we we did something uh, great for the university, and we got to cherish that. And you know, just uh, just be happy about it. We cannot change anything right now. But uh, you know, I think uh, me and all my teammates and all the coaches have great memories from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that was a hell of a ride. We got to watch with you guys. I know a lot of the country was rooting for y'all, for you yeah. guys through there, except for me because I had <laughs> Kansas in my pocket. <laughs> It's but I was good. happy when you got there. I was like, okay, I want, I would like for Gonzaga to win it. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Appreciate yeah. That. <laughs> um, Shim, I know the center position is rapidly changing in the NBA, and I don't know. How, I'm sure you watch. You know, you, you're aware of that, and you talk to coaches, your agents, all that. What are they telling you now as you're kind of entering your professional level of basketball? That what do you need to do to try to make it in this league? You know, I was working on my body uh, a lot uh, before these workouts. Uh, 
I thought uh, my body composition changed, uh, you know, for the posit on the positive side. Obviously, uh, I worked on my mid-range shot. I think that can be a great addition to my game from, from college. You know, we had a lot of great shooters in on our team, and I think that, that might be something for me that I can step up and make some shots from 15, 18 feet. And, you know, just being able to, to bang with those big dudes down low, you know, those yeah. are big yeah. grown men. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, body-wise, I think I'm ready uh, right away to be able to help the team uh, you know whoever whoever acquires me at the end of the day I'm, I'm ready to go right away was this your first workout this did was you my feel first like you workout. were I got, I got you did well uh, yeah, I, I thought I did well. You know, I, I got sick. I had to cancel two workouts uh, before the combine, uh, and now I have uh, a lot more coming up. Yeah. Were you were you nervous? Do you have butterflies going into it? Was it harder uh, or easier than what you expected? I, I thought you know I thought it was uh, it was what I expected. You know, obviously it's it's not gonna be easy. You you gotta give a, give your all. You know, you gotta you gotta show that you can compete at the highest level. Uh, I mean, I probably wasn't nervous. I was I was probably more excited. You know, just uh, to to go out there and w work out for the first time. It's you know something new for me, and I was just happy to make that step. And now when you see. We just had a couple of players here, rookies last year, that were undrafted. Daniel Ochefu, a center from Villanova, and uh, Sheldon McClellan, another guy. They kind of they're undrafted. They come to the summer league, then they make the team out of camp. Um, along along the lines of when you're talking to people trying to get advice, what are they telling you about the expectations going into draft night? You know whether you get drafted, you don't, and then kind of what are the steps after that that you need that you need to do? You know, at the end of the day, draft is only the beginning of your career. You yeah. know, you have a lot more opportunities that you can, uh, you know, get your spot on the team, uh, starting from summer league, pre-draft, yeah. uh, uh, pre-season uh, camps. You know, mm -hmm. so there's uh, a lot of other ways that you can get spot on the team. Uh, Draft is just one of them, and obviously I want to get drafted, but at the end of the day, it's not end of the world. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to give my best in the workouts, uh, you know, go to my strengths, show how, how well I can play basketball. But, uh, you know, we have, you have summer league coming up. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be playing on the national team this year. It all depends, uh, you know, how everything turns out. So you have uh, national team, then preseason uh, camp. So you, you just got to take it step by step. You think... Thinking of step by step, you have your four-year degree in Bachelor of Education, and you have an MBA. Where do you where do you plan to use that? Do you want to be a teacher back in Poland? Like, why did you go for that degree and I, then have an MBA? I got I got uh, my bachelor in uh, in education sports management. So you know, I, I went to a little bit of that uh, sports side. You know, I. I don't know uh, exactly what I want to do, but you know, sports uh, have been <laughs> such a big part of my life. You know, mm -hmm. my my dad is a basketball coach. My mom played basketball and run hurdles. So, you know, I think uh, it kind of stays in the family. So, whatever I do, I think it uh, it would be awesome if I can stick uh, within the sport. And you know, because of my surgery last year, uh, you know, I had an extra year, so I just yeah. kind of took uh, advantage of that. Uh, you know, I went to yeah, to get the MBA right. program, and you know, I was really happy about. That. Was it hard to do and juggle basketball? Uh, it was my fifth year, you know, so you kind of get used to it. You know, you know how the, your day looks like. You know, you know when you're gonna come back from the games, when you can uh, give your time for studying, when you got to get your yeah. rest. So I think uh, you know while you're getting older, uh, older, and you're on the team for a longer time, you kind of figure all this all this stuff out, and it it kind of gets easier for you. All right, Shem, last one for me. 
uh, give us something about yourself, something you like to do, something we don't know about you that's not not, not basketball related. Uh, I think, uh, you know, when I have some free time, I like to go fishing, you know, just okay. kind of uh, turn my cell phone off, uh, get, get a little bit quiet and kind of put my thoughts together and just go fishing and relax a little bit. You'll never yeah. cut your beard, right? I don't know. I don't know. I had <laughs> a lot get of endorsements off. Of I, I had a lot of questions about that. I think when I went to Final Four, uh, half of the questions were about <laughs> basketball, and half half of them were about my beard. So, you know, it's uh, it kind of became something big for a lot of people. You know, I saw uh, I saw a lot of people at the games when we went to play. Uh, and the uh, NCAA tournament starting from Salt Lake City to San Jose to Phoenix. You yeah. Know, having fake beards. And <laughs> yes, yes. And signs about beards. So you became it, a cultural sensation. Uh, it, was, it was awesome to see, you know, and obviously I was really ha happy about it and I appreciated that. But uh, trademark we'll it, shim beard. I, I think, might. I, I think might it has to. its own Twitter account. It does. It, it does. <laughs> it does. I don't know. I didn't create that. I didn't create that. I don't know who is the owner of the Twitter account, but it does have its own Twitter okay. account. Okay. Well, a wizard. A wizard you know a natural fit wizards with the long yes, beards. yes with the beer that's, with that's the beer it could work fit. if you come here yeah <laughs> well thank you very much for joining us thank you for having uh, me we really appreciate it we wish you the best of luck and we'll see what happens on draft night thank you very have much two polish players here that would be kind of <laughs> crazy that would be fun marsh wow. would be happy he, he would be <laughs> all right ciao for now everybody